Welcome to the Revital Health Podcast, the spring special. My name is Paul, joined by Jody, who is Revital Health, and spring is not really sprung, but it's it's on its way to springing. Springing. It's it's coming. It's, it's coming. We think it's, it's spring today. It's spring. It is it's cold really today, cold. but it's twenty eight on Monday in Perth, anyway. So. Ooh. So it's beach weather. So with spring, of course, brings opportunities, the rebirth of life yes. in lots nature. Of little babies coming in, around. In nature. So. <laughs> but, I mean, we want to talk today more about like how to prepare for spring. So people, mm. um, it is obviously slightly different. You're no longer necessarily wearing all your jumpers. You're going to get the allergy season coming. Mm-hmm. You might want to trim down for your bikini or board shorts. And we get kind nice of and get nice and brown, get mm-hmm. your morning sun in. You don't want to be the pasty guy on the beach. It's, it's kind of always been my problem in life, but... Um, yeah, so we're going to just talk about the the joys of spring. So spring to winter. I mean, when we talked about cycles before off mm-hmm. air as well, what does a different season do to our bodies to start with? Well, it's quite broad. But. It is quite broad, yeah. Good question, though, actually. I've never been asked that question well, there before. Go. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right. Well, so our, our bodies will prepare for uh, different seasons in certain ways, and some people will get allergies in some seasons, and... Um, particularly in winter, we will go into more of a hibernation. So then our uh, hibernation means that we're going to change our food habits and we'll want to eat more carbohydrates or we'll want to eat more energy-rich foods so we can sustain that cold, burning energy, you know, using all that sort of stuff up. And then that gets stored sometimes, unfortunately. And then that's when we go into spring and we need to cleanse out some of that stuff. But um, for summer as well, the body tends to not need to burn so much energy to retain the heat. So um, we then eat a little bit of a lighter diet. So um, a lot of the time we're looking at more on consumption of food and how the seasons will relate back to that. Um, And then spring, you know, energetics-wise, you can flow through the the year like that. But we're sort of talking more on cycles today and uh, nutrition for the body as well. So starting on nutrition on spring, mm. so I would assume in spring you should probably drink more water than in winter. Would that be a fair assessment? Or should you just keep the same water intake the whole No, year? I think a little bit a little bit more, yeah. Winter's cooler, so you're not sweating as much. Depends on what, what you do for exercise-wise. So if you're actually losing a lot of minerals and water through your exercise, then you definitely want to reboot that back up. Yep. But when you're um, in spring, yes, you want to be starting to cleanse a little bit more as well. So you can increase that water intake just a little bit. So not too much. We don't want to flush too much. So some people just go a little bit too crazy with the water. Yep. More than minerals is really important that I'm coming to light. Yeah. So just for the record, like how much water should you actually drink? Is it like, because you know they say like eight mm. glasses or two litres or whatever it may well be? Yeah, so eight glasses are good. Is a good roundabout. Go. I say around two liters. Depends on the person. Depends on the weight. Depends on yep. the exercise. So again, very very personalized, yep. and that's where I you know I look at in my clinic quite a lot is just individual prescriptions for people. Now we're talking nutrition for spring. Mm. Now, one thing that I've often wondered back in the days on the farm, obviously different fruit and foods grow at different time of the year. Mm-hmm. Spring is obviously a new crop and new new amounts of food. And we talked about cycles, circadian cycles, which I don't even know if it's got – I never knew this term until the other day, so that's something new for me. But, like, so should you just dump winter foods and then also – so as spring comes, mm. should you be eating spring 
cropped foods or is that just not really... Seasonal foods, absolutely. So whatever's available seasonally is going to be better for us because it's not having to travel all the way across the world. Um, And so we're looking at more uh, fresh food that's been grown at the same time. So it's more uh, able to have high amounts of nutrients. Um, And... But we generally need a good balance of yep. all of our macros and a really good balance of vitamins and minerals. So yep. it's it's still keeping a really balanced diet. It's not like we're just throwing out all the yep. the hard cut starchy foods. We still need to keep a good broad range of everything in there. So it's day four of a spring at the moment. I think day four. Mm-hmm. Um, so what should be so if there's people listening to this now that's going okay, I've, I've been in my winter hibernation. I may have put on two or three five or four kilos too many to keep myself warm in winter like I need to get motivated I know it's going to get sunny I want to go to the beach I want to do all these sort of things like what's like what's the best place to start like if you if you we talked about the detox like what's the best or most practical way to detox practical so waters <laughs> water well that's easy everyone's got water uh, but filtered water yeah yep yeah Big, big one on filtered yeah. water. Bang on yeah, that. We talked about that, yeah. that our lack oh, yeah. of sponsorships with the Water Corp recently. But. Absolutely. Well, they need to get some nice filters for everyone's houses. That would be better, I think. Um, but, yeah, so filtered water is much better because then you don't become the filter and then yep. you don't have to filter more stuff out in the detox. Yep. Um, it depends on where everyone else, where everyone else is at their individual health level is where we yep. sort of start with the detox. But the water is a key one. Food, whole foods, you know, yep. lots of fresh vegetables and fruit. Um, and then you've got all the antioxidants in there as well. Um, obviously, coming down off alcohol is yep. is probably um, a good one to avoid um, on most days and just save it for a special occasion. So, therefore, your liver can then just have a little bit more rest and that's yep. your main detoxification organ. Yep. Yeah. So, okay, water, lack, lack of booze, um, which is hard though in spring, really, because that's when everyone wants it. That's when everyone wants it. So everyone's going the opposite. So the actual universe is conspiring us in a, in a different different way. You start feeling better, and I know yeah. you start feeling feeling alive. Now, the sunshine, which is more mm. prevalent in spring, yep. obviously you don't want to get burnt, but you need sunshine. So, what and where? Something sounds angry in the background. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? should you be doing sunshine wise like more i always always told morning sun rays are far better than afternoon sun rays because they don't burn you as much and how much should you try to slowly introduce at like this stage of spring Mm -hmm. so maybe in some ways your skin is conditioned for the 40 degrees days which are 10 to 12 weeks away yep yep and conditioning is good that's fantastic um so in, in winter we can still get really good amounts of vitamin D, but yep. we have to strip off in a bit of a cooler weather and yep. we have to get full body sun for a, a lot longer. Yep. Um, and even vitamin D supplementation doesn't compare to the real yep. sun. Yep. Um, but unfortunately in Australia we've got that silly ozone layer yep. above us, so we do have yep. to be careful of the sun and the burning. Yep. Um, but the healthier we are and the better we become accustomed to the sun, then our yep. body actually um, protects itself. Yep. So we do tend to have to avoid some of the sunscreens because they have chemicals yep. in them. So yep. choosing a good sunscreen is obviously really good for everyone. Yep. But the amount of sun we need, we can start building up slowly to 20 minutes a day. Yep. Um, the main amount of vitamin D is normally in the middle of the day. Yep. But if you start off with large chunks in the morning and in the afternoon, then that also helps your hormonal system yep. and your sleep. Yep. So in the morning, if you get first sunlight, you get a boost in cortisol and your melatonin shuts down. So your boost in cortisol wakes you up for the day and your melatonin normally sends you off to sleep at night. 
So in the morning, getting a little bit of that is really, really good. Plus, in the first light, you've also got infrared rays in the sun. So that's really healing for the body and that's detoxifying. So, but it's also, because quite often if I take the dog to the dog beach in the Mm. morning and you'll see like a guy, typically men, who are in their budgie smugglers just walking the, walking the dog. But they're actually doing the right thing then. So Absolutely. you're saying... Absolutely. Like, then so you get some cold thermogenesis in the ocean. Well, yeah. That's detoxifying too. So all these people that I've constantly mocked for going, <laughs> why is this guy in the, <laughs> the freezer? budgie smugglers are <laughs> <Why, away. laughs> like, Why is he wearing his budgie smugglers walking his dog at 7 o'clock in the morning in a freezing day? But he's seemingly doing it right. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then nighttime walks, just where the sun's setting, you also get in your infrared rays. And your body's yeah. re-clocked back on, so it's gone, right, melatonin time now. Let's start producing that. We're going to go to bed soon. So why does no one ever, I mean, I said I think I've said this to you before, like why does no one ever really publicise that? Like why is it, I know it's, you know, like skin cancer is obviously a really mm. major problem in this country, mm. but. But so is vitamin D deficiency. It's huge. Yeah. So why would no one say like, for want of a better word, strip off in the morning and it's mornings and sunset and clothe up during the day. Like, it seems to make logical sense. All the sense. naked people walking around in the morning <laughs> yeah, and the afternoon. Swanbourne will be packed after this <laughs> podcast in the morning. So, But uh, but wouldn't it, but it seems to make sense, though. Like, mm. if, it, if it actually works for your body, like, why, like, why, still again, like, why does no one ever get this information? I think it's free. And that's mm. that's where it comes down to. Is that I know a drug company can make money <laughs> off you being a nudist in the backyard. <laughs> so. um, it's funny. A lot of the free tips and free tricks and yeah. things that don't cost much money, people are less likely to do. It's so funny. You know, give me a magic pill and I'll pay you as much as you want for it to fix me. But just to go to sleep on time and just to get a bit of sunshine is yeah. really tricky. Because that's the one thing, and I think it's the one thing that prevents people from even sometimes going to naturopaths is because historically a lot of, and you're very, very different to any naturopath I've ever seen, a lot of people end up going with 700 pills Mm. to take. But, I mean, I think like your angle is more like we've got to look at your lifestyle and kind of figure out the balance of what you can do in your lifestyle to best perform and to have your best performance in life. Absolutely. There's longevity. So there's there's no short-term fix for what I have clients come in for. So... A lot of the time I'm giving them tips to last for the rest of their life. So they anti-age rather than quick fix and then go backwards. So back to the old guy walking his dog on the beach. Yeah. So what's, so in the morning, at 7 o'clock in the morning, he's walking, he's got his budgie smugglers on, he's walking his dog for 20 minutes in the sunshine. What's that do to his body? So that increases uh, your cortisol. So really in the morning it's just boosting your body's own natural anti-inflammatory, your wake-up hormone... Um, and it's switching off the melatonin so you can st- start and begin your day. Yep. So then depends on what happens is that also changes the, the, the organ timing. So then you're, as you're walking along the beach, you're starting to get a bit hungry yep. and your stomach's going, whoa, time for some food, I think. Let's yep. go for it. So I normally eat breakfast at this time. I'm getting, I'm gearing up for breakfast. Yep. So um, it's really just the start of the day and then it sets you up for the right amount of, like I said, the sleep hormone at night time yep. as well. Yeah, you said before the cold water does things as well. Like, oh, yeah. is so if old mates walking the dog, and then if he jumps in the ocean at the end of his walk, mm-hmm. then what does that add to him? Because I saw something the other day on Instagram having cold showers good for you. I was like, so crazy. good. You're slightly crazy. I still can't get into a cold shower though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was just like, it could be great for you, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. So there's a thing called Wim Hof method, and it combines breathing and cold thermogenesis. Yep. So um, what what it 
aims at getting is boosting immune function. Yep. Um, and it also increases um, your DNA and your telomere length. And so it actually helps to anti-age you as well. Um, so it increases your ability to take on nutrients, to repair cells and to increase immune function. It's been researched and it's been been proven. It's amazing. So we've basically got (coughs) the ultimate spring guard so far is wake up. So wake up, have water straight away when you wake up? Yeah, lots of water with a little bit of minerals in there. A little pinch of salt. Pinch of salt in your water. Multi-mineral salt though, not just sodium. Down to the beach because you're going to get probably judged less at the beach than anywhere else. Yes. (laughs) Less is more when clothes come for the morning. Yes. So walk along the beach, cold swim. Yes. And then it's breakfast time. Yes. So spring, like from a breakfast perspective for the everyday person, like what, like what's your recommendation around from a seasonal perspective? Is it mm-hmm. is it like fresh fruit smoothie sort of style? Is that kind of or yogurts so or those kind of things the best for people after they've done water, tick, sunshine and cold? Or yep. is it nice fresh ingredients? So you could do even porridge still if you wanted to, or a chia pudding, yep. or a birch muesli. Or a smoothie. Yep. Um, anything that's getting good fresh ingredients. Um, some people like to fast in the morning, so that would be a completely different scenario yep. and we could talk different cycles then. Yep. But um, So some people would go for maybe uh, a coffee with butter in it, for example. Have you heard of them? Coffee with butter. I've heard yeah. coffee with cream, but <coughs> coffee butter. with butter. Mm. So butter um, creates a different... <laughs> weird, but... Uh, <laughs> all right. So, I mean, Everyone's like, coffee and butter? Yeah, like, I'm thinking of these people going, let's have a cold shower and coffee with butter. Well, <laughs> it's called... Well, there's a guy, Dave Asprey. How so much butter? Like like a, like a scoop, like a... Like a, like a teaspoon of butter. Yeah, or yeah. ghee or um, coconut cream. Mm. And then you put some MCT oil. And so it's like a super boost for your brain as well. So I have one of those every morning. Black coffee with butter. Black coffee with butter. I put coconut cream in there and MCT oil and mushrooms and so you could go super boost if you really wanted to. Jeez, oh, we're not talking. You're not, you're not you know, that, that's, we're, that, that's we're not elite, power. We're, we're not, not elite <laughs> performers yet, but we're, we're on the way. But uh, so then during the day, like you go to the office <coughs> in spring, mm-hmm. like if there's allergies around, like and we talked about movement in the office, like so, and we're assuming that the person is wanting to lose a bit of weight, wanting to mm. feel a bit better mentally, wanting yep. to get all these things. So then during the day in springtime to sort of lose those couple of kilos, mm-hmm. feel a little bit better, like eating, walking around, what's sort yep. of the ideal scenario? Yeah, so that's someone that's bound to an office desk. I think yep. the best thing is you can have all your tools and tricks to move as much as you can during yep. the day because movement is life, so you really need to get moving. And that's yep. one of the hardest things, I think, to learn And because you get stuck at your desk, you want to do yep. work, you want to get stuck into it. But yep. getting up every 40 minutes or so and moving around, that just gets the circulation, your head clear. Yep. It has so many benefits. And then getting outside as much as you can or being near a window. So you're actually getting lux, you know, like actual sun rays. Gee, actual sun rays, imagine that <coughs> during the day. So <laughs> so then, okay, so then day finishes. Mm-hmm. You, you have your, but then to go back on the cycles that we were talking about before. So should people eat lunch at the same, because I, I still don't quite understand. That. So I, to pull the curtain back, I actually found out that every organ has their own clock today and then they shut, <laughs> they shut for business at some point that if you don't feed them, <laughs> don't bother. But so if someone eats lunch at <coughs> twelve mm-hmm. or between twelve and one, like yep. so if they if they don't eat before twelve and one, if mm-hmm. it's like two o'clock, don't mm-hmm. eat. Yeah. So 
sort of. Some would argue with me, yeah. but um, so there's a, a, a doctor out there who's studied the circadian code, and he um, has a book called Circadian Code, and his his name's Dr. Sashin Panda, um, and so he's researched this to a really really good degree. So um, he he believes that every organ or every system of the body has its own time that it's optimally functioning yep. and so you can change that time but you have to be like napping that so you eat the, at the same time every day you go to yep. bed generally at the same time every day and that's where you get the most benefit out of your health yep. um so if your body is used to eating at 12 o'clock in the day and then you whoopsie forgot yep. lunch it's not geared up ready to go the acid yep. in your stomach the enzymes aren't ready to go so yep. they're when you put it down at two o'clock it's already been shut for business. So when it's shut for business, <coughs> does that then mean that the food's going to break down less so you've got a higher percent chance of putting on weight? Pretty much. So then your insulin responses go up, your digestive function is um, stopped pretty much because then it's just not breaking down as fast. So then yep. you'll get the burp in and you'll get the reflux and you're like, oh, I feel so full and crappy. And then then you it, it just keep on going. So then it will actually end up giving you damage if you keep on shifting your, your time and right. meals around. Mm. Yeah. It's quite interesting. Um, I'm just sort of like, I'm going, just figuring out how much damage I actually do to myself because I never <laughs> do anything at the same time. Apart from dinner. Dinner seems to be the same time. But yeah. So then if you're shut for business, because this is quite fascinating to me, um, <laughs> and probably people are thinking, what are you on it's about? It's just like jet lag. When you think about yeah. it, when you, you turn up in a wrong time zone. Yep. And then you try and eat and you just feel bloated yep. and you don't go to the toilet properly, like you're not pooing yep. properly or at the right yep. time. Yep. You're like, what's going on? Everything's just thrown out. Yep. So it's the same if you do that every single day. Then your body just can't prepare enough, so it can't work optimally at each time. But then if you don't eat, so I'm back on these clocks. But so then if, okay, so if I, if, say for example, you eat lunch at 12 and then you eat dinner at 6. Mm. So if you don't eat between 12 and 1 or whatever, and so then you decide, you know what, I'm shut for business. Will you reopen for business at six o'clock automatically? If you normally eat, yeah. If you normally eat at six, yeah. Your body kicks back into gear again. Yeah. So what normally happens is it it sort of shuts down for business and it moves on to other areas. And so it's like, well, okay, I'm going to go clean um, the kidneys now, for example. You know, this is all (laughs) hypothetical, right? Um, So then it's like, and then you start shoving things down your mouth and it goes, hold up. We have to stop the kidneys now. Oh, my gosh, we're halfway through cleaning. We've got to go back up to the digestion. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so then it's taken away from other areas of the body I feel like you should too. do this, that, like, animated series of the body. <laughs> that's just... That's I'm like, really good at explaining yeah, things. Yeah, it's just like, ah, I guess I'll go back up and fix the oh stomach. Oh, man, now. come so, on. Are you throwing this down to me again? You could become a millionaire just in doing <laughs> some health show about this, this rhythm. All right, so then the rhythm, the rhythm goes fine. So if you throw the rhythm... So how... Like how many times is throwing your rhythm off? So if you so if you're throwing your rhythm off, are you likely to get like is that a leader to mental health problems? Is that a leader to weight problems? Is that a leader to digestion well, problems? So people digestion would start first, right? Yeah. So if people are out there going, I'm feeling bloated, gassy. Call it what you want. Mm-hmm. Like it's your rhythm is probably your first port of call. I would say so. And if you chew your food and the nutrients that you've got in your body, are yep. they all up to scratch? Because then if you're not digesting, then your nutrients aren't getting in. And then <clears throat> as you go down, the inflammation starts happening if you've got larger particles of food and they're not being broken down and then opening up some intestinal permeability, like little gaps, holes in your gut. Yep. And then that goes straight into your brain, all the toxins. 
Because then you feel foggy head and you can't sleep properly and you're moody. Inflammation. Just at all. Like, no one really pays attention. Well, I don't pay attention to it, but it, but it's very non-paid attention to the whole cycle. Mm, absolutely. So the key thing, I think, to take away from this is that you um, try and stick to a, a certain rhythm of eating. Yep. A certain time of waking up in the in the morning yep. and going to bed at night, sort of like a, a set time that you yep. do both, because then your body can know what's sort of coming up and it can prepare for it. Yep. But also not eating for too long in the day, like having not too long a period of time where you've got your first mouthful to your last mouthful. Yep. So you want to have as much time overnight for your body to heal, and that's when it's the most important time for it to repair and heal yep. and not spend it digesting. So also having a period of time before bed that you're not eating. So then you yep. can actually have a free digestive system so then the body can do all the rest of the stuff it needs to do. So is this, like, is this probably a port of call for most people who are on prescribed medication for whatever? Um, I don't really, can't really think of an example right now, but if you're on I don't know, stuff for your liver or stuff for your whatever, like is, it, is yep. this like if, they, if someone knows someone or is someone listening to that that falls into this category, is mm. this sort of somewhere where if they come and saw you, this is kind of the first step is let's get this right and... Yeah, See and they happens. can start now. You know, it's so it's so um, easy to do if you put your mind to it yep. and your willpower is there. Yeah, yep. absolutely. So yeah, you, you start with lifestyle, yep. those sorts of things. Um, but obviously, when you come and see me, I work on it in multiple levels. So then yep. I would be doing medicines in other areas to get increase in symptoms or increase in health resolve very quickly. Yeah, yeah, or more quickly. Yeah, it's just crazy, it's, and yeah, I'm kind of lost in the thought of yeah, everything that I've kind of amazing. done to screw my it body really in is. life. Yeah, <laughs> so. and then we can even throw in light as well. And I think I've talked about this in a podcast before, but um, lights from our screens and people yep. who are working in front of lights a lot, and yep. particularly at night time when the light, the sun goes down, and then yep. we all do our work at night time. Yep, that really reduces our melatonin production hugely. Is there something called like a f- Flux or something yeah. that you can get for your yeah, screens? Yeah, on your computer. And I, but I don't think it's strong enough. Okay. So when you're working at night after sundown, you need red, red light. So you can get filters on your phone and on your iPad. And your computer, you can make it go up even more. Red. So, so it, if it's more close to orange or red, it's even better for you, blocking out all the blue light. If you're just working in an infrared sauna or something Yeah, like that, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've got fine. glasses. So oh, really? Matt, Matt, we're just buying some glasses now. Yeah. We're so- sourcing the best glasses. Yeah. The infrared glasses. Well, no, well, what, they, to put red. on when you oh, to put on when you're working. Yeah, when you're working on the computer or you're watching TV at night. Yeah. So you're blocking that blue light, so there's no effect to your melatonin levels. So you can go to sleep on time, and have oh, a really right. good sleep, like a deep sleep. Jeez. Yeah, and that's learning also so been, much today. That's also been research. That scientific stuff. So then, so basically, everything you're saying so far. Apart from the purchasing of glasses, everything yeah. is free. So Absolutely, far. yeah. So it's just a, a complete shift in lifestyle, and that's basically ninety nine percent of everyone's problem is they're not willing to shift their lifestyle. That's right, because most people will go to bed at night. Will go at, you know, night time is their time to relax, right? Yep. So you'll find a lot of people will be eating still at eleven thirty at night, and they've yep. been eating since seven in the morning because that was their first drink yep. or first bite. Water is not included, so yep. you can drink as much water as you want. Um, but then that's a huge eating window. That's taxing on your on your digestive system. So no wonder people are tired. I don't know. 
That's why I'm tired, tired <laughs> sitting in out. So spring, so that's kind of a relatively straightforward, well, not straightforward, it is straightforward, but whether anyone actually takes information and does anything with it is... <laughs> yeah, good luck. Yeah, if you see me on the beach tomorrow morning, say hello. But um, outside of that for spring, like what else do you need to do to... Is there anything else that you need to, from an essential spring detox to kind of get your body ready for summer? Um, yeah, so I would say... Um, I'm a big believer in all year round and consistency, so it's hard yep. for me to detail yep. it out. But in my uh, spring cleanse, yep. I um, promote people to do a lot of detoxing of um, high animal protein foods because yep. they're more taxing on the body. So we're just kind of giving it a bit of a break, yep. a bit of a holiday, yep. um, and getting it ready for possibly the party season that's yep. coming up. Yep. So then people can clean their liver, yep. be a little bit more brighter, be a little bit more slimmer if they wish, yep, yep. Um, and less bloated, and so healing their body up. Yep. So you'd be f- f- working on liver, yep. um, and I would prescribe certain supplements for that, or yep. herbs, and um, lots of water, lots of pure food, and removing some of the things like wheat and dairy and the animal products just for a few weeks. Yep. There you go. Make sure your neighbours aren't having barbecues. <laughs> <laughs> talking about, I'm sure anyone who's watched the news will know what I'm talking about. Um why is and like we talked about that earlier about veggies and whatnot, and you want to reduce animal proteins. Like, what do like ill or poorly sourced animal proteins actually do to your body? Well, they contain hormones, and we know that for yep. a fact. Um, so they can cause issues in terms of toxicity in our body and hormonal regulation of our own bodies. Yep. They also contain antibiotics, so that doesn't help with the whole scenario that we've got going on with resistance happening. Yep. Um, so that can sort of kill off a lot of our microbes as well, and we want to keep them really healthy. They're the ones that are supporting us in our immune system. Yep. Um, and non-organic, so whatever they're eating, they're eating a lot of grain foods. So that also has a big implication to the quality of the meat yep. that they're having, or that we get. Yeah. So they're the main ones, and so the nutrients are different, um, and the hormones and the additives obviously in there are different as well. And some producers use dye and yep. that sort of thing on their meat as well. So a lot of people at this time of year do particularly focus on, because most people do want to lose those couple of kilos, so they do look at alternate. Um, I think a lot of people are at my office are, tr- are doing, um, I can't remember what it is, but basically you, you pee on a stick to get to a certain level of something. And then, oh, ketones? They're doing yeah, a keto diet. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone, every man and the dog is, seems, seems to be doing it at the moment yeah. uh, in our office. But um, like if you are going to be, if you are going to remove, if you've eaten a lot of meat mm. in your life and you are going to remove meat to focus more on, I suppose, a vegetarian slash vegan life. Mm. What do you need? Because you can't just necessarily, correct me if I'm wrong, you can't just necessarily jump off the bandwagon because if you're only eating certain foods, mm-hmm. you could also be... Depleting. You know, depleting in other yeah, areas. Absolutely. So what are the key, if you are going to sort of do this, what are the key things to sort of Re- kind of remember? Okay. So um, most of the level, if you're only going to do it short term, you, you're generally okay because you yeah. can get even more restrictive diets like FODMAP and that sort of thing. That you're only looking at maybe three months max to do it in yep. because of mainly the microbes with the FODMAPs. With yep. the vegan diet, with the vegetarian diet, you're mainly looking at iron and B12. Yep. Um, but B12 sources, the re- reserves will stay around for some time. Same with iron. So you don't see them drop off within three months. Um, other key amino acids, sort of uh, taurine and carnitine, um, they're, they're ones that we normally get from meat sources. Yep. So you also have to be careful, and they're really good for energy cycle use. So um, they can get depleted, and you do notice some um, decrease in 
energy and other sorts of things that, that happen within the body as well without getting too complex. Yeah. But the best thing to do is come and see you. And yeah, a good balanced diet. You know, I have nothing um, – I, I educate lots on the vegan diet um, yep. and you can do it right and you can do it so, so wrong. Yep. Yeah. Because that seems to be – the, uh, and I think and it's just because there, it is a bit of a hot topic at the radio land today, but it's – like that can be the one thing that really damages people though as well because I think there are people who – and I know a lot of people who are vegans who are vegans purely because it actually makes them feel a lot better yeah. than eating yeah. meat. And they yeah. can obviously be the extreme people as well, but mm. – I mean, like, I guess the point is, like, why are people resistant against, like, why do people think that they're going to miss out on something if they don't eat meat? I do eat meat, by the way, but if, but yeah. why do, there are yeah. a lot of people who think, like, like they're just going to, something they're going to, like, life as they know it will cease well, to exist. Yeah. I think it's an enjoyability thing as well, isn't it? Um, I don't know, but is there, like, something wide in our brain that, like, mankind is designed to hunt and eat meat or something, or? It's a good source, a condensed source of protein, and it's a good condensed source of iron and other nutrients. So yep. I think people have been um, or, or know that that's a good way of getting it, yep. it all in. Yep. Some of us can't break it down correctly. And like I was saying before, if you, your body's not ready, it's a pretty hard yep. thing to break down that meat. So if you're not eating at the right time, then you're going to get bloated and a bit like you know, clogged up, I guess, from the meat that you're eating. But I think um, I think society's kind of sold us on that. So. Yep. When anything that differs from the norm, people are going to fight against. Well, that's it. It's a big movement at the moment. Of course, one of the big chains, Grilled, I think, has meat-free Mondays for their mm, burgers. Yeah. My friends of mine are in a couple of bars, have their vegan burger. And actually a pie manufacturer, is uh, their vegan pies are going to be, they reckon, the next next big thing. So mm, could be a whole Look thing. Look out for that. I know. Could be, a, could be a whole thing. but I think it's good for the environment too if you're into all that stuff, you know, all the... Um, producers plus what the, the cows actually produce the methane so yeah. you know in all in all aspects if we can reduce down consumption a bit then yep. it, all parties benefit and it is funny though because i think like one when you people talk about it and, and they have it because the u.s farming system is so which a lot of the media comes out of the u.s for, for the, like their food in general is so incredibly different to what like mm. food producers are here so mm. if you kind of go and spend some time over there and I guess when you've got to feed 400 million people, like it's going to be slightly different, but oh, yeah. the, the sources are different. But but I think we've got it set up everyone's spring pretty well. Yeah, yeah. So, and then up for the celebrations, ready to go. Yeah, just up, yeah. So then, okay, so then if you have celebrated a bit too much, yes, which may have been my case the other day, um, what can you do relatively quickly to feel somewhat normal? Do you still just go for your walk again and you swim in <laughs> yeah, the ocean? You try and get back into it as quick as possible. You may not feel like it, but the key things nutrient-wise internally is minerals because we lose a lot of minerals when we yep. drink too much and eat too much bad foods. Yep. And also uh, vitamin B complexes are really important. So making sure you get your vitamin Bs back in because they're key for methylation, which is methylation is your detoxing right. and your liver pathways. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe we'll cover the Christmas. Um, we could, we could do, yeah, yeah. How to be yep, survive the party season? <laughs> how to survive being a booze hound for a month or so? But, and you're off to London shortly. I am. I'm off next week. It's very exciting. What are you yeah. going to learn over there? So I'm going to the Health Optimization Summit. So I'm learning from I think 40 um, international speakers. Yep. Um, on all sorts. So circadian rhythm stuff, detoxification. Um, a lot of keto, even 5G and all that EMF stuff, all the lights, 
Um, oh, 5G is a topic at the moment as well, I isn't know, it? I know, it is. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm studying under, I've been doing a course on metabolomics, yep. so I'm looking at base cells, um, very bio, biochemistry-based. Wouldn't get into it here, but no. I'm very excited, nerding out about all that. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, how good. Well, then people will be able to figure it. But that's going to be something that I guess in your profession is very difficult because like, I get the people who are against 5G in a way, but then I get the people... I, I, get that there's like it's a very like pandora's box in many yes. ways because there's yeah. like it's just like we don't like this stop yeah and there's, there's like i guess there's businesses that have to exist based on connectivity so and a lot of people's lives have to live on connectivity so it's mm. so anyway that's that's a topic for another time but so uh. basically what we're saying is you're going to come back and be the superstar of <laughs> rhythms and five g's so stick to your 3G phones or whatever. but um, they're, they're talking lots of um, really cutting-edge technology stuff, which is pretty cool. So um, photobiomodulation, which is yep. all the red light therapy they're going to be talking about lots, um, yep. and just all these key lifestyle things yep. that we can get involved in. Because I, I guess the one thing for, I know, I think for people listening as well, I think like 5G and all these things are never going to go away. So it's, it's now about people equipping themselves to... Yeah. Um, because I think there are a lot of people we had some angry we had a lot of angry people in Radio Land um, <laughs> believe it or not on most days but there was someone there was a few people the other day when there was a topic on 5G that stormed our building basically oh, no. um, but I think people have to just have to understand that these things are never going to go away because there's too much money in them so like, and I guess for you and for what you do it's now about kind of going okay how do we adapt as technology and life adapts and, absolutely you know we are no longer men and women who you know go and hunt fish and cook by fire and how how can we best support our bodies as the world changes for better or worse who knows but um, and that's kind of where you're at absolutely and that's environmental toxins as well so we talk about the emf as being like the invisible toxins yep um so yeah the healthier you are and the healthier your body is the better equipped that you're going to withstand against some of that toxicity i yep. guess coming from the environment in all aspects I mean, you've got car pollution you've got all sorts of pollution going on and chemicals being sprayed and all that so it's just allowing your body to be at a level where it can actually just get rid of it quite quickly um but the emf is interesting because a lot of people have varying degrees and depends on how yep. sensitive they are yep. um some people really feel it and, and you can test for that um sort of you can well you can get emf testers right. absolutely um it's what to do about it and that's yep. what I'll be learning more about over in London. Um, there's ways of dealing with it but a lot of it's not proven and it's not researched so we're just still not sure. I don't know if you've heard about the Faraday cages. People are getting into that. Yeah. No? <laughs> so, so. so you sleep with sort of like a blanket over your head. It's, it's back oh, in the no. wartime where they yeah. were protecting themselves against radiation. I think I'm the worst... Like I, I think I'm the worst person on the planet to kind of... Because I don't know. Like, I just think I'm the worst person on the planet to have the, have for people who are trying to push these cases to you know, yeah. sleep on that because I just I don't know. I just think that just enjoy life because you're given zero guarantees on it. So just like really enjoy it. And and I think the biggest benefit I think for people coming to see you is you cannot change the world. Well, you can try to, but you can't necessarily change the world. But you can change you and your world. And I think that's the key Absolutely. message for for everybody. So they may. I think they should come and see you because I don't think any of the stuff is going away. So you can build your cages. Yeah, you can build your cages. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm sleep not. with your cages. Yeah, yeah, sleep with your cages. But yeah. Yeah, 
not birds. So, <laughs> well, maybe yeah. they're a good thing. I don't know. I know. It's, it's, well, it's one of those things where I think you can get too involved and too yeah. caught up in it and you, you dig yourself down into a rabbit hole and you forget about the true meaning of life. You know, look That's up it. at the sun, look at the flowers, like the springtime now. It's beautiful with all the flowers coming out. It's my favourite time of the year. It is. And it's so much, I mean, living in Canada for a long time, like spring is so much more like insane over there because mm-hmm. like everything is dead and then everything truly mm-hmm. comes back to life. And it's just, it's unbelievable. But oh, I think, yeah, yeah if you don't yeah. kind of, a lot of people just don't even smell yeah, the roses yeah, don't anymore, do the they? Roses. They get and caught up in all the stuff that's yeah. harming them rather than actually looking yeah. at the stuff that's good for us. So don't worry about what's harming you. Jodie's going to fix that. So come <laughs> and see her and then, um, and when you're back from London, we'll, we'll learn about what you learnt. And yeah, hopefully I'll do some podcasts over there. You will. Yeah. So it'll be exciting. Yeah, that might That might be it for spring, I reckon. All right. All right, we'll close up there. But, of course, come and see Jodie anytime at Sterling Health Professionals. You can Do you do Skypes as well if someone's listening from, like, so if you're listening anywhere in the world as well, you can kind of yep. join in Skype. You just have to go to revitalhealth.com.au. Definitely. And book an appointment. Book you in. So do it and uh, change your life. Get out and walk the dog half naked and... Um, <laughs> dive into best. the ocean. Yeah, dive in, live in the ocean and if you've got drink ocean coffee need. with butter in it and live your best life. So. <laughs> well, enjoy London and we will podcast, I'm sure, once you're back. Awesome. Thanks, Paul.